Welcome to the Art of Tuning In podcast with Maria Furlano, sharing insights, tools, and conversations to inspire your energetic well-being. Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is Maria Furlano. Thank you for joining me today. Episode number 58 on the Art of Tuning In podcast. It is such a joy to be here with you today. I got a great question. Josephine, if you're listening, thank you for your question. I'm going to read it here in a moment, but it reminded me of a story and I really hope that this story will help. I think a lot of people are going through this right now. And so I think that Josephine's question is so timely. So we're going to get to that in just a minute. We're going to really look at what is most important in our life. If you're new to my podcast, thank you for joining me today. It is great to have you here. Again, my name is Maria Furlano. I'm a spiritual intuitive, a medium. I'm a master teacher of the energetic arts. I'm a physician of Chinese medicine, and I specialize in medical Qigong. And if you are looking to reconnect to your energy, to your intuitive wisdom, please come on over and check out theartoftuningin.com. We have an online membership. We have workshops coming up. And of course, I work with people privately as well, and I would love to meet you. And moving on to our question and topic for today, Dear Maria, I'm having a very hard time with focus in my life. It seems like everything is changing and there is so much emotion out in the world and within me that I feel like I'm constantly being pushed and pulled. I hope that makes some sense. If it does, do you have any suggestions? Thank you so much, Josephine. Well, thank you, Josephine. To me, it makes perfect sense. I was actually just having this conversation with my husband last week. We were talking about how much is changing and how we really can't look at anything the way we used to look at things. Our experiences in restaurants are changing. Our experiences with conversations with people are changing. Our experiences and what we want in our life moving forward is shifting and changing. All of these things are good. It's just that what happens is that it's very hard if you're someone like me who (laughs) likes to kind of keep things moving along in the same way. You know, I don't necessarily like a bunch of huge shifts. I like to have my favorite places to go. I like to know that I'm safe and comfortable And when those things begin to change, and as they have been changing in such a big way over the last two years, and probably longer than that, but it was really, you know, coming to a huge surface these last two years, it can get a little overwhelming because we have been talking about in our world about moving back to a sense of normalcy. And I actually really dislike that word (laughs) because it feels like we're just trying to go backwards instead of moving into a new energy of what we have and are continually creating. And when we say moving back into a sense of normalcy, what I think it does is it kind of sets people up to think that things are going to be the same as they were before they're not the same as they were before. They're never going to be the same as they were before. And so let's move into a new space, 
a new space of understanding, a new space of creating. And that's why I'm not big on the word normalcy. Also, just being normal is not my thing. I don't really believe in being normal, right? And the very simple but also can be complex answer to Josephine's great question here is that it's really time to focus on what it is that you really want. Now, I'm going to share a story here that I'm hoping will bring a little more into focus exactly what I mean. But I think that as a culture, we have gotten away from taking the time to really think about what it is we individually want in our own life, the life that we want to live in who we want to be around and what we want to create and how we want to do that. I think that we are getting very much caught up in everything else that's going on which is very easy to do because as I've mentioned in this podcast so many times, we are living in this beautiful world that has this technology that is so amazing. You can find out anything instantaneously, but the off part of that is that we are also bombarded with information instantaneously, and a lot of times information that doesn't even have the full story behind it. So we are given all of this energy, all of this information, all of these emotions, all of these feelings, and it sets everyone off in different ways. It sets us personally off because we're reacting to something that we are seeing, reading, hearing about. It sets off our neighbors. It sets off everyone in their own ways because we all have our own things that we react and respond to. We all have our own belief systems. And so if we do not take the time for ourselves individually without anybody else's opinion, without sharing it with anybody else in the beginning, but actually sitting down with ourselves. And it may take a while. It may take several times, especially because I believe that we've, like I said, we've gotten away from doing this. And when we've gotten away from really tuning into what it is we want, it can take a little bit. It's a muscle, you know, learning to tune in, learning to connect with ourselves. It's a muscle. As a side note to this, I have a workshop coming up now, depending when you're listening to this, but if you're listening to this right now in September, 2021, I have a workshop that's going to be coming up in October. That's a live online workshop, and we are going to do just that. We're going to be tuning in. So if this is something that you want to learn more, if you want to practice it, if you want to really gain some skills and really connecting with more of your wisdom self, go to theartoftuningin.com. You'll see a sign up for workshops to get the information and you'll get some energetic insights there as well. And join me in this because it's the practice of being able to connect with ourselves allows us to be able to create what's most important in our life. When we start to become numb to everything, because that's the next step. You know, one of the questions that I recently asked my members was, are they numbing out? Do they find themselves kind of numbing out to what's going on in the world? Because that's a defensive mechanism. That's actually a protective mechanism. When we get overwhelmed, when we get overloaded, we can start to numb out because we just can't take on anymore. 
But it's a very unhealthy thing to do because then we're really not present in our life. I want to share a story that happened to me three years ago that allowed me, reminded me of really creating what's important in my life. So three years ago, my mother transitioned. She passed away. And this is not a sad story, just so you know. It's, this is, I hope that this is inspirational to you. But when she transitioned, there are all kinds of emotions going on, right? When you lose someone that you love, you have exhaustion, you have emotional exhaustion, you have physical exhaustion, you have fears that come up in your body because everything is new and you're not quite sure what to do moving forward. And all of these things are normal and they're all different for everyone. Sometimes people are very angry. Sometimes people just feel completely lost. Well, what happened to me in that particular situation was I had all of those emotions going on, but also underlying them, I felt an incredible space of peace that I had never felt before. And this space of peace, which I'm going to explain to you, lasted for about three months until it started to shift and I had to recognize that if I was going to keep this space of peace, that I had to actively work on it. And what happened was that all of a sudden, and I'm sure that if you've experienced this, I'm, I would bet that if you've been through a transition of someone who you love, you've probably experienced something similar to this. What that is, is that every single thing that was really, truly important in my life came into focus. And everything that wasn't important, all of the drama, all of the stuff in life that we deal with just dissolved. It was so not important to me. When I would listen to people talk, I would hear them differently. When I would watch the news, I would just look at it as not important as not full of love. There was no peace. When I would go outside and I would look at the sky, I would see the sky differently. It lit up, it glowed. I would look at nature differently. Everything that had real meaning to me made itself vibrant and vital. And like I said, this, besides the feeling of loss, this underlying of tremendous peace that I felt lasted for about three months. And at the end of three months, I began to notice that I started to get caught up again in the drama of the world, in the drama of other people, in my own drama. My own fears started to surface. I started to pick on things. I started to look at things differently. It was about the fifth month that I noticed this change. I was like, wait a minute, when did this stop? When did I stop looking at what was most important to me? And I realized that I was going to have to make this a practice for myself. If I wanted to maintain looking at what was most important in life and listening to people in a different way and not taking on their drama and not taking on the fears and not allowing my own stuff, you know, all the stuff that we carry to keep surfacing, that I needed to create a practice and I needed to create a list 
and immediately a list for myself of what was really most important to me. And it didn't matter what that list looked like. It didn't matter if it didn't make logical sense. It didn't matter if it didn't agree with somebody else's list or someone else's viewpoint. What absolutely did I believe was most important in my life to me on a regular basis? And it became very simple for me. And I think that most people who go in and create a list like this, they realize that it is very simple. And sometimes that can be a little bit distracting because you think, oh, I should have a huge list or this list can't be this simple or life can't be that simple. And so with Josephine's brilliant question, I just wanted to bring up, she mentions here that she feels like everything is changing. There's so much emotion out in the world and within her. She feels like she's constantly being pushed and pulled. That makes so much sense to me because we get like that. We feel like that, especially the constantly being pushed and pulled because that's all of our emotions going and we're reacting and responding to everything and we're being hit with all of this information that's coming at us so quickly. We're not solid or centered in what's most important to us. So we lose our focus really easily. And this is not at all a criticism. It happens all the time, which is why I say, I realized that this had to be a practice if I was going to maintain it. Now, have I been perfect at maintaining it? Absolutely not. I've gotten all caught up in emotion. I've gotten exhausted. I've gotten overwhelmed. But this experience taught me if I want to bring myself back into focus, if I want to remove myself from my internal drama and the external drama, that I have a tool and that is to sit down with myself and make a list so it actually becomes real on a piece of paper. And then I will meditate on it. I will know my list. And again, very short list. And I'm not going to tell you what my list is because making your own list is really important and not being influenced by somebody else's list. But I will say that love and family and relationship, that was definitely on my list. So let's say that I would take that and I would sit and I would meditate on that and I would just be grateful for the love in my life, for my family, for my relationship, for my communication with them. And it would just begin to move from that as you meditate on something, as you focus on something those thoughts, those feelings begin to expand. And so as I move into a state of gratitude in focusing on my list, the state of gratitude, those emotions, those feelings expand in my meditation and begin to become more vibrant. And as I would do this, and as I still do this, what happens is you react and you respond differently in your life. Things that used to bother you, bother you much less. You tend to move away from even interacting with the drama that is not your drama. You learn to tune out what you don't need in your life and you tune into, get it? The art of tuning in. <laughs> you tune into what's most important to your life. You really tune into that inner wisdom so that you can move forward in a more solid place. Because the goal is, and again, what Josephine brought up that is most important 
is not being pushed and pulled anymore in life. Because when we want to hold our center, we want to be grounded, we want to be aligned, and we want to be aligned with this universal energy that is so wise. And when we have this universal energy running through us because we're grounded and aligned, we have this wisdom that runs through us and then guides us. But that wisdom can't run through us in a strong enough way if we are completely pushed and pulled, running all over the place, reacting and responding, exhausted. We must take the time to actually practice the alignment. One of the ways to be able to do that, especially when we are a bit flustered from being pushed and pulled and feeling so much emotion, is to focus on something physical like creating an actual list of what's most important to you and not overthink it at all. It could literally be one thing. I often walk, as I've mentioned before, I try to do a daily walk. And on my daily walk, the first part of my walk, actually, to be honest, kind of letting go of anything that I'm frustrated about. It's great to move around the feelings of frustration, of tension, of emotions that are coming up, of anything you're dealing with, breathing, walking, letting them go. A lot of times that is kind of the first half of my walk. And then I reach a point, I begin to breathe more deeply. And I begin to feel my feet into the earth. And I extend from the top of my head, my crown chakra, into the universe. And I connect because my energy must be elevated in order to be able to meet the high frequency of divine energy. And I know that. And so I clear things out first and then I greet that elevated energy and it greets me. And then on my walk, as I'm in this much more aligned state, I will begin to say a gratitude prayer and focus on what it is I'm most grateful for, what's most important in my life. I'll say it out loud or I'll say it in my mind. If I'm walking, you know, maybe I won't say it out loud. People look at me funny. But what's really important is that I feel it in my body. I make it real for myself. That's really important because that energy then floods every cell of my body. When my body is flooded with that kind of gratitude of emotion, my frequency begins to elevate and change. I will feel better and I will begin to make different choices and I will move through my life differently. And that's what I want for you, Josephine. And that's what I want for everybody out there. So I really hope that that helps. It's very simple to do, but if you have a little resistance Just know that that's normal and just jump in and have fun with it. Draw pictures, make a list, have fun. Look at what's most important to you in your life. Not what other people think, not how other people feel. Your soul knows what you came here for. Your soul knows what's most important to you. And we really need you to really state that in the world because we need you and why you came here. I hope that helps. Please keep the questions coming in and have a beautiful day, everybody.